When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. And Jeff will be along shortly. I think he'll have a tale to tell us about uh, a very temperamental water heater. So I'll, I'll, I'll let him uh, uh, hand you the details of that when he arrives. It's a Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock. You're a home loan expert. You're Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. See if she could do for you what she did for Linda and me, and that was to get that home loan approval turned around in a snap. She is the person who can get that, that make that 10-day home loan approval a guarantee and a reality. Check her out at bowersockteam.com. All right, uh, before we get to the football, one other basketball note. Uh, congratulations as well to University of Texas uh, senior uh, associate executive senior associate athletics director, the chief of staff, and the senior women's administrator at UT, Chris Plonsky, who has been named the WBCA administrator of the year. That's from the Women's Basketball Coaches Association, and uh, she's now in her 35th year with intercollegiate athletics in Texas. And she's been the chief of staff and executive senior athletics director since 2018, former UT women's athletics director as well. And uh, so uh, congratulations to uh, Chris Plonsky, who was named the uh, uh, WBCA Administrator of the Year. So congrats to uh, CP on that. And, uh, uh, again, uh, one of the uh, pioneers, you might say, in, in this business for women's athletics. Okay, now before we get to uh, the football sound from that, and uh, uh, I'll let my co-host – uh, or Cam, whichever one uh, wanted to set that up. But um, he may have a story for us. He is, after all, the pride of Northwest Williamson County and a proud graduate of Florence High School, although he's toiling down in uh, Hayes County these days. Uh, but even though he was known as uh, Highway 79 when he wore the purple and white for the Florence Buffaloes back in the day, you know him best for his outstanding work at Orange 24-7 and maybe those who deal with – faulty hot water heaters will get to know him even better. That's Jeff Howe. Am I right about that? You know, this morning, when I first woke up early on, uh, I did I did some dishes and, and you know, made my daughter's yep. lunch like I do every day. And, you know, the wife took a shower. And, and everybody, you know, had hot water. And then it got time for me to take a shower. And I had, I, I mean, I was like, okay, maybe I just need to give it a minute. And I waited and waited and waited and no hot water. And I go check the water heater, and I'm like, well, you know, the drain pan's got water in it, and I hear it working, but it's not working. And so I was like, yeah, I need to need to get somebody over here and look it out. So I'm prepared. Uh, check it out. I'm, I'm prepared for some bad news here in the next uh, few hours. One way or the other, either it's a repair or the dreaded replacement. Replacement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well. You ever you ever gotten into the shower, Craig, thinking that it's hot, expecting it to be hot, and then you just get that blast of cold water? How about uh, a week or so ago, a hotel on the road? Yeah. And it was like, 
This is a hotel. You've run I'm into that. I'm not supposed to have cold water. You've run into that a few times this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it always seems to happen. Fortunately, the the uh, the showers work very well here at the Lowe's in downtown Kansas City. Um, well, uh, sorry to hear about that. That's that, that's a difficult. And there are people that have worse to, issues in this world. So that's um, true. That's true. That's true. Um, so we're to you and your portion of the notebook here, and I know we got some football sound, and and Cam has it set up to call for it unless you want to uh, lead into some of this. No, no, no. This is uh, this is good. So I'll let Cam take it away because I honestly don't know what our esteemed producer uh, has planned here. I know. I was at the availability yesterday with Jalen Ford and Christian Jones. Uh, I've actually got some notes. If you go to Hornets 24-7, I've got some notes on some of the stuff uh, Christian Jones talked about. His first impressions of Arch Manning, uh, talking about why he made the decision to return. He's really high on the young talent on offense, period, uh, which, you know, he was asked. He got asked. He's, it was like the question was, hey, you guys lost a lot of talent, and he – was just had a quicker tour. He's like, I'm telling you, we gained a lot of talent too. And he talked highly of CJ Baxter and a few other guys, DJ Campbell, who's thrust into the starting lineup now because uh, Cole Hudson's recovering from shoulder surgery. Uh, but talked about that. Like I said, his decision to return, just molding those big humans up front. I mean, I, I went down the the list yesterday, Craig, just looking at how many guys on this roster. I think there's eight guys on this, eight or nine guys on this roster that are three that are over 330 pounds. And wow. you've got three true freshmen. Uh, you know, Andre Kojo's at three fifty eight. You got Connor Stroh at three sixty five, and then Peyton Kirkland at three sixty seven. So, like Kyle Flood and Sark were talking about, they wanted big humans. They were not lying. Yeah, I, no question about it. All right, so uh, Cam, lead us through this: uh, uh, the defense and the offense. I know you've got some sound here to set up for us. Yeah, pretty sure we're going to hear what Jeff just talked about, but. Sound bites from both Jalen Ford and Christian Jones, and some good stuff from Jalen Ford. Uh, Jeff, you were there, so you'll hear all of this stuff a second time. But he was asked, I believe, just about returning right back back to the back to the Forty Acres after you know third team All America and, and a first team Big Twelve. I think this was my question actually. Uh, kind of just uh, just wanted to leave on a good note, you know. Just like I feel like you know when I got here, you know, I think everyone like when you go to a school, you dream of like you know just. You know, winning championships is just um, kind of just, you know, Big 12, stuff like that. And I just felt like um, with this team, like what I've seen and, you know, how I've uh, seen, like how we've just um, become together, um, I just think there's so much that uh, that we can tap into. And um, I think one year, um, I'm just really excited to see what we do this year. Actually, that was a Danny Davis question. Oh, okay. I asked something, something similar. A few questions later. Because all you reporters ask the same question. You just ch- change out a word or two, right? Pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah, what we do. Yeah, we're yeah. we're an, we're an unoriginal group. No, but you it, just parrot one another. I get it. You know, I, when he talked <laughs> about when he talked about going leaving on a high note, I know he talked about championships, but there's I, I don't there's no way he was happy with that Alamo Bowl performance either. And that's not to say that, you know, if he'd have had thirteen tackles and four or five for a loss and, you know, accounted for a defensive touchdown in the Alamo Bowl that he was for sure gone. But uh, you know, I, I did ask him later on about the negatives and the positives, and he went into that, and he said when he made the decision to come back, all the scouts that he talked to and the people that he talked to throughout the process told him, yeah, you made the right decision. So he felt like at the end of the day he, he did make the right decision. Yeah. He was asked next about, I believe he's being more of a leader. Uh, a certain voice is no longer on the 40 acres to Marvin Overshow, and he actually talks about that in our next soundbite. But he was asked more about stepping up and, and being the heart and soul of this Texas defense. There's a lot of things that, you know, I've watched, you know, I watched, I went back and watched all the games, um, and there was just things that, 
if we just practice them now, um, when we get to the game, you know, it won't be a problem, and maybe those outcomes will be different. So uh, just things like that. There's a lot of things. And then going back to the Marvin Overshone, no longer on the 40 acres, he, he was a big part of that Texas defense. Jeff and Craig, you know that. So life after the Marvin Overshone, this is what Jalen Ford had to say. I think without Demo, um, there's just some guys. Now there's just only me, but there's some guys that got to step up. You know, we had like uh, we got Jet, um, Jet Bush, uh, David Bender, those guys. Um, you know, they're right there with me. They've been here since I've been here, so um, they've been they've been trying to you know take that leadership role too. It's not just one one person trying to carry the load. Um, and I think the young guys um, they're coming in and they're just buying into the culture we set um, as far as the linebackers. So. Um, you know, I'm really excited to see how those guys um, develop and how they improve and just learn from us. And one of those guys yeah, that, now, yeah, those are those are two names uh, that have been around a while, Jeff. Uh, Jet Bush and David Benda. Yeah, Jet Bush. It seems like every spring he's changing positions. He is uh, still at linebacker though, so you know that's good. They moved him off the ball, but uh, yeah, you know, David Benda's gonna get a chance to to see what he can do. But the two young guys that keep getting talked about, Anthony Hill, and I'm telling you, Leonga LaFowle has come in, and from everything we've heard at Horns 24-7, he's, he's been every bit as good, uh, if not better in some respects, than Anthony Hill just for, in terms of making a first impression on the staff. So they really feel like Pete Kwiatkowski, Jeff Choate, all indications are they feel like they hit two grand slams recruiting off-ball linebackers, and they still got a few that are still going to come in uh, in the summer. So th- this was a really pivotal, that 2023 cycle, it's a pivotal year for a lot of positions, but and that's why I asked Sark about it back in December. They really needed to get off-ball linebacker right because the crop was really good in state. They had to go to Hawaii to get Liam LaFowle, but they, they really feel like they hit two grand slams with those guys that are on campus right now. And one of those guys, Damn. Anthony Hill. And we'll hear from Jalen Ford on Anthony Hill now. Uh, Anthony's good. He's just, he's just he's good. He just flies around to the ball. Um, you know, like today was our big thing was just effort. And so, um, you know, we know you're going to make mistakes. Um, but as long as you run to the ball, um, you can't coach effort, but you can coach mistakes. You know, so that was the big thing. And um, he definitely showed that today. Um, same with the other guys. Leona was out there. Um, he's a fast learner. Um, so just all those guys being able to see them. Um, just kind of is like it's, it kind of like reminisce like you know I remember when I was in that position and so and just for them like uh, it's kind of like I'm realizing like they kind of look up to me or like they want to you know take my, take notes from me or whatever so it's just like it's pretty cool. That's that deal, Craig. You hear a lot of guys talk about it when you know they're kind of the young guy, and then all of a sudden it's like you know you're looking up to the older guy in the room, and then you're like, wait a minute, I am the old guy now. Uh, uh, it's kind of it's kind of process Jalen Ford's going through. When you hear him say things like uh, it, it, some of that, some of those coach speak phrases like "you can coach mistakes, but you can't coach effort," you know that kind of thing. Uh, it's like there's a guy who's matured. That's a guy who's moved along and and gone up. So yeah, I I, I can hear it in him. I can hear it in his voice. Yeah, and I you know uh, is that is that all we got from Jalen Ford? We've got Christian. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I asked him about the kind of the next step the defense needs to take, and then we can get into that maybe tomorrow. But. Um, I guess depending on what the schedule looks like down on the 40. But, yeah, I mean, talking about what steps the defense needs to take, and he talked about just being in tune with, with PK scheme. And that's, that's critical, Craig, because you got, you got guys now that are going into their third year in this defense with Jalen Ford, Tavondre Sweat's one of those guys, uh, Jaron Thompson's one of those guys. 
And it really, I'm, that's the product I want to see once we get to September 2nd against Rice is, does this look like a defense that now those guys are extensions of their position coaches and coordinators where you see a defense that really, really grasps why they're doing things and can take this thing to the next level after a really, really good year on that side of the ball in uh, in 22.